Hello and welcome to The Freaking Awesome, where we discuss things we watch, listen, play, and read throughout the week. It's Monday, February 27, 2023. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, you can find them haunting you as ghoulish and ghosts in your fabulous house, mm-hmm. or you can find them on their YouTube series, Date Night. Please welcome John and Audrey Abaya. Ooh, I'm the ghost of John. <laughs> Would I you die. two be? Uh, you can't interrupt the ghost of John. <laughs> well, be be muted ghosts, like you know, you you don't talk. Or it's weird you... because the film we watch, you can be anything, and he was just himself. Like that guy could have been anything he wanted to be. That's true. Yeah, he could we probably even wear he whatever. Be, he yeah, wanted. he could wear whatever he wanted. He can do. He, he could probably be a huge hand if he wanted to, but he became. Did he change shapes? He did. He, yeah. in, the, in the middle, he changed his body, like uh, morphed it a little bit. Yeah, when he was like a, a cartoonish looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that he can turn like turn into like a coffee cup. I think he can. And then uh, the way you're describing things, he can like do that. He could be invisible and turn a key. No, then he can. He can have multiple arms and stuff like that too. Yeah. He showed. So that he means. Could, yeah. That's actually going to be one of my criticisms when we get there. Okay, <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's, a, a, that's a poltergeist or a demon. These are poltergeists, though. Mm. Uh, In a way, I feel like they were. Well, we'll talk about it later, but I feel like they're trying let's to get capture. To, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just go straight to the main discussion. Um, Outlaw suits you. Oh, yeah, oh, I thought you said that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I actually don't know what there's that trailer coming from because it doesn't sound. Uh, familiar anyway um where was i <laughs> okay going through my notes okay so we, we have a, a wonderful episode today in our weekly roundup we're going to discuss a couple of horror things and um one uh, reality show and uh, a podcast that i'm going to bring up um the the outwater the outwater that's what john wrote here so i don't know if that's the actual that, title that is the outwater okay, the outwater it doesn't yeah. sound correct but plural it's outwaters outwaters okay outwaters you often don't pluralize things or i did i he did, I, he did at this i time, did yeah. <laughs> uh he <laughs> did weird. misspell this thing it's a reality show on netflix called physical 100 how did he spell I'm, physical because he asked me how to spell oh oh yeah yeah it, it sounds it, like it, psychical yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it auto-corrected that for some reason when I was typing it. Probably because of your, uh, you, the, the, there's a name, uh, t- user name, whatever you use, <laughs> that you use often. Oh, often yes. Out yeah. there in the world, yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's the actual word. That's why. Another term that means for physics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, psychic. Yeah. Psychic. Physics. Yeah. Physical. Physical? Psychical. Psychical. Oh, yeah. press it, press it, press it. What? Click it. They yeah, don't hear that. Psychical. They do not hear that. I actually kind of heard it. I kind of heard oh, it. Oh, you yeah, did it? Psychical. Psychical. Yep, yep. I heard oh. that. <laughs> what? You can hear that? Yes. That's yeah. weird. I wonder how. Can you hear everything off my computer? Mm, I don't know. We'll play something right now. Okay. We're going to test this out. Not killing time. You hear it? That one I don't. I did not hear okay. anything. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, that um, was weird. <laughs> uh, we're also going to discuss Kronos. The Del Toro's uh, '93 film, uh, which a movie I haven't watched yet, actually. Uh, that's it's pretty one short. The, you should, yeah. It's oh yeah, it's nice. HBO it's nice Max. And, and I'm going to quickly bring up a podcast called Baby. This is Kiki Palmer uh, mm-hmm. podcast. Um, so wonderful 
episode. Um, then our main discussion is a movie that came out this past weekend on Netflix titled We Have a Ghost. But before all that, we're, we're going to continue on the spooky train or plane. You supposed or... to go boo boo like that. Yeah. yeah. I think oh boo boo. Yeah, yeah. Boo 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 boo. Uh, this week's trailer is The Pope's Exorcist. I try to do the like. Imagine what could happen if the devil possessed the soul of the Pope's Exorcist. Who will defend you? My faith does not require defense. That is a trailer a of, a or a snippet of the Pope's Exorcist from the trailer. Um, I was trying to do my best Italian mm-hmm. <laughs> accent. Just give but, your best Chris Pratt right now. Uh, it's me, no, Mario. No, it's say, say, if you have a problem, take it up with my boss. If we, if we have a problem, take it up with my boss. We, we're allowed to do it because we're kind of half Spaniards and... I don't know if that's even... What does that have to do with Italian? <laughs> Spain is next to Italy, so... Uh, we, we actually are 100% Filipino. Are we 100%? Yeah, we're oh, okay. like 99.8% or something like that. So we are... Uh, yeah, yeah, that are you less be. than 2% or less than 0.2%? It's less than 0.02%. Of Chinese? Chinese. Of Chinese. Uh, so we're like... No one... Uh, no integrated colonizer. Family, yeah. your colonizer even integrated. In no, that, no, uh, no, that, okay, no. Okay, okay. It is insane when I see that. So I'm doing the, the uh, Mario accent. That's what I'm trying to do, actually. Which is uh, Chris Pratt's doing it, too. So, <laughs> so it's, it's a fine. me, Mario. <laughs> yes. that's, that's my Chris Pratt. It's um, a me. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> so this is The Pope's Exorcist, uh, directed by Julius Avery. He is well known for a couple horror movies that are... I haven't watched it, but uh, Overlord. I, have you watched that, John? That doesn't sound. Familiar. It's the uh, one with the Nazis come to life. It's like I've, se- I've seen the. Oh, that sounds trailer. fun. Yeah. yeah. Are they like? Uh, zo- excuse me, like zombie? Actually, I- I've watched this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember I'm watching. Sure you watched it. Yes. Wait. It has mutants and stuff like that. Like... Uh, no, I don't think so. Wait. Um, maybe we kind of watched. <laughs> I this. think so. Yeah, yeah. We did watch this. Wait. Hold on. We. Wait, get to a part. Wait, I, I, I know. I'm just trying to see I if there, I'm sure there's a part I saw that I saw. I think so. Yeah, I think we did watch. Yeah, this. yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, this film stars Russell Crowe, Frank Nero as the Pope in this one. Um, I think those are the main two main stars in the, in the film. I, there's a, there's a whole cast, but anyway, this is Russell Crowe going back to doing. Um, well, no, I feel like he did an Italian accent before, but I just don't remember. Did he have an accent in what is that? What? Gladiator. Yeah, I think so. I want to say that Roman was the accent. movie. He's always doing accents because in the Les Mis, he did a, a French. Oh, and accent. then no, you know what he does? It's in the Love Thunder. Uh, love Thunder. Yes, oh. that's what I. That was the thing. Doing. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't but know yeah. what accent he was doing there, but he's. Doing I don't know. Accents. Uh, I'll start with Audrey. What's your? You're, are you a fan of exorcism movies? And uh, what's your thoughts about this one? I love uh, how, how how what is the category like religious horror? Like I guess yeah, yes, religious I think horror. yeah, I think uh, religious horror is the best. Uh, yeah, so I really enjoy that because I find all those types of things like ooh and ah. I don't I don't uh, I don't think that it's uh, real or that it could happen. Um, but I just I find that um, I find it really intriguing to have. Uh, something that you believe in is so good, and then it turns out 
that it's really evil so much. And I, th- I like, I like, I like humans being betrayed by things that they enjoy. Maybe. Um, uh, I swear, because John was telling me before that this isn't part of the exorcist, uh, you know, exercised universe. But um, I swear, <laughs> like the the last exorcist movie we watched, the prequel, it uh, it was like the same type of guy, and like he had that same kind of bike. Um, but I looked at it, I looked it up, and I think it's a scars guard that's playing that character. I don't know if it's actually Father Gabriel, whateverness sort of thing, or if it's just completely. Uh, it's just a, a, a different story because I think the Exorcist is supposed to be based loosely on the real people there. Yeah, this one's actually also based on the memoirs of the of a priest. Too, I, I wonder if this is based on the on what the Exorcist because it says here in the plot synopsis portrays of a real life figure, Father Gabriel Amarth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's based on the memoirs, two memoirs he had: an Exorcist tale, his story, and an Exorcist more stories. You're talking about this film, the Pope's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pope, the Pope's Exorcist. I don't know. I'm I'm on the IDMB for the Exorcist. It has nothing like talking about any of that stuff. It's like, but I wonder if it's loosely based on that. Yeah, I I, I think the Exorcist franchise may be loosely based, and I think this one is supposed to be like, oh, this is the real story. Yeah, yeah, I see. It's a the Exorcist is. Based on the, it's an adaptation from a book. Yeah, yes, that's what I'm yeah. looking at too by William Peter Blatley. Yeah, uh, but when I'm, I'm lo- looking at it, it has nothing saying about. It's loosely based on whatever oh, yeah, okay. this is in the IMDb. Inspirations, so. there's inspirations on. Yeah, there. I think it's supposed to be like in- yeah. inspired, inspiredness, but um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, what was it? I mean, this is a classic form of exorcism. You know, there's an old priest and a young priest. You know, power of Christ compels you, sort of thing. <laughs> and everybody spins around and you know then it's fine um i saw they looks like there is a imagery of um the virgin mary so that'd be interesting you don't really see female demons or i guess you do see the demons in like in the conjuring franchise take on female forms mm-hmm. but it's it's quite it's much more rare rarer so i find uh, uh I, I i'm interested to see that um i like that it looks like they're uncovering a secret that the vatican did because yeah because i feel like that that's a very uh a poignant uh remark about the uh, catholicism and the um the the vatican itself it'd be interesting to see what secrets like you know how will this um challenge his faith sort of thing will he still because i know in the exorcist i think in the exorcist films uh, the priests often lose faith sort of thing and then they get the faith back and then they can exercise the dude again so you know uh, that sounds uh, it's a common superhero trope where they lose their I powers and gain it back again. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and yeah, these possessing children again. So that's you know whatever. I wonder what the demon is. I wonder if they'll say the demon name. Um, mm. and we're like, oh yeah, that's what's his face. You know, I've seen him in other movies, but you know, uh, it'd be it'd be interesting to see how this this turns out. Um, I don't know if I I never seen Russell Crowe. Because we're talking about his accents, I can't think of. Is there another Italian accent that he's done? I don't know what he sounds like now. Now that you're talking about accents, I'm like, because I've always heard him. Is he he Australian? Yeah, he is Australian. He's Australian. I always, I think, I always think he's English, like actual Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. British. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how. Like, if I had a, if I had envisioned his voice in my head, that's what I would see. Or like, Mm. um, how do you say gladiator voice? Whatever that was. I'm not really sure. Um, (laughs) Yeah. How about uh, oh so before because we were discussing it, it um the the Thor movie Love and Thunder that was an Italian his attempt 
an Italian accent. Oh, okay, accent. that's why. Yeah. But like a I weird Italian accent? Like a... <laughs> I have no idea. Like a... <laughs> if I was Italian, I think I might be offended. Or, I... or he's doing it spot on. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that was leading up to this movie? Like he, he, he oh, filmed Love he and Thunder first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, I need to improve it because it wasn't. Oh, well, it wasn't that well received. Yeah. yeah. Right? Isn't it Zeus? Is Zeus supposed to be Italian? I don't know. Like, I thought it was well, okay, Greek so gods. Rome. Wait, they're Rome, wait. Are they yeah. Greek gods or Roman gods? That's all Italy, they right? Are Roman gods. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So they they That's would like be Italy, Italian. Right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, John, what's your thoughts of uh, Russell uh, Crowe's uh, accent only? That's only. Oh, oh it's yeah. okay. I uh, I think okay. Chris Pratt is the better Italian accent. Non-Italian. I, I switched to Team Chris Pratt for everything. Like in every aspect, I worship him now. He is my uh, Italian god, I guess you could say. <laughs> okay. No comment on that? Okay. Nope, <laughs> we're going like, to let you ride on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when I first saw this, I thought it was connected to the thing because the imagery is very Exorcist, like original Exorcist with the guy with the bike. Well, even the fonts. Yeah, the font, the trench coat, all this stuff. I I mean, it is playing for that, for that crowd. It'll make you question, like, is this part of the thing? Because, you know, you've never seen it, but, you know, you do your little research. There's only been five films. I didn't know that. A TV show and three novels that's based on this. (laughs) The Mm -hmm. Exorcist thing. Um, But, yeah, it it looks good. It looks like a fun, like, horror. And I like the mystery of, like, them solving the Vatican. Uh, whatever they like hid dead bodies or other people that were um, possessed it looks like um, but yeah uh, uh, it's that same trope like Audrey said young old popes not popes uh, 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 <laughs> priests. priests and then they're just helping each other walking um, in a silhouette shadow yeah. mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. one place to another yeah yeah and uh, yeah they want to see if they win or lose did evil prevail? Was evil possessed? I hope it does, and it goes in like it, this is like you know this is an, an older time, and then it goes to modern time, and it's like oh that's see that's why the world is the way it is now because the smart way they do, they do this is they uh do overlap with the Conjuring uh franchise. Oh okay, yeah, you, you, see, you see the very ending. It's like Laura Lauren and the uh, the Warrens like called him. It's like we need your help. It's like. <laughs> Well, they always exercise Connect themselves. every horror film together. Yeah. They don't need a priest. They, they do yeah. it themselves. They have that one-eyed priest though, in their universe. That's true. I don't know his name. I haven't uh, watched all their those that universe movies yet. Like The mm-hmm. Nun. I never watched that, so I don't know. Yeah, there, cool. there's characters that come in and out. Like, I never watched any of Annabelle's, too. Oh, oh. For the first one. The first one. Yeah. Which one? The reason beginnings? Or no, the, no, 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 begins, like the first or film that came out. Yeah, the first film that came out. Chronolo- no, not chronologically. What is it? Is it chronologically? chronologically in, uh, is it release date? Release date. Yeah, release yeah. date. Yeah, I guess <laughs> you could say. Um, is it, uh, you have anything else more? No, nah, that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward. I'm a I'm fan of, like, exorcism movies. Uh, they do get like you know they're predictable most of the time. I do have this sense when you're watching the trailer, uh, they're gonna rely on the action. It looks like more than anything because mm. there's just a there's literally a moment in the trailer where a guy has like a staff and it feels like it's from like Shazam all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, like magic uh, power. Ooh. Yeah, there's like a mag- like it's uh, right before the um, uh, Mary. I was gonna say Hail Mary. Hail Mary for the grace. Do you think someone's going to say Hail Mary, like the Hail Mary pass? Like, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, like we need a Hail Mary. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, and then she comes up. She's like, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, sir. Uh, but it looks good. I really like how they. It feels like they watched the con the Conjuring series and they're like, let's try to make this, you know, a little bit more, um, like action. Uh, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. Conjuring has like a. Lot of, if you transfer those horror scenes, it seems like they're action scenes more than anything. Because James Wan has like a action background too. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. It comes out in April seventh, so I guess we could watch it. In our birthday. Yeah. Our birthday. <laughs> yeah. um, Let's get exercise. Or Let's go get exercise. exercise. Yeah. Get exercise. Um, it's like that song from, um, what was that, Grease actor. Is that physical? Yeah. Gets... Let's get yeah. physical. Yeah. Or, or however uh, uh, John uh, wrote yeah. the word physical. Physical. Psychical. Speaking of psychical, let's go to our uh, weekly roundup. Oh, 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 sorry. I wasn't even paying attention <laughs> See, to that. okay, now, okay, John. <laughs> yeah! Yeehaw, everyone. So now John, like, split the screen, so now he has to scroll to find his little little clips, and so he didn't have it on the right clip. No, no. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So should we do this? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll start with John. What have you been doing this week? Uh, Audrey and I actually watched this together. Um, uh, found footage horror is back, everyone. Yeah. This is the second time we watch a found footage that everyone's saying, like, this is going to be the next Blair Witch Project. The other one this we watched, one is more. Um, watched Skin, Skin Marink last week or last month, if we want to, like, technically be watching theaters. This one we watched, this one on TV. I think it's on Shutter right now. Um, one of those programs, one of the horror ones. Uh, I want to say Shutter. It's called The Outer Waters. This one is The Outer Waters. The Outer Waters. Uh, oh yeah, there's no word thing. It's not Outer Waters. Uh, directed by Robbie Banflitch. Uh, it's also directed and written and starring him. I'm assuming he's the main star. These are the way I forgot. <laughs> I actually forgot. Is he the, the one that's there the whole time, or is he the, or is he I, the yeah, one I that dies? I forget uh, who's the one, but. It's a group of people who want to make a music video. They go out to the desert. I forgot Mojave Desert, I want to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, California. Then they encounter something. <laughs> Something's out there. We don't... The Things go happen similar to like the Blair Witch. It's very dark. <laughs> this mm-hmm. movie is very, very dark. Like uh, to the point where I do not know what we were looking at at some point. Uh, I had to like rewind, I think, a couple of times. To Did you guys see- watch it? Like with lights low too. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh wow. Yep, so it's yep. still tough to see with lights yeah, low. Yeah. Like oh. when we, I had to put the brightness up on our computer, or not computer, on our TV, only because there's a there's a point there where they show a figure. I did not see it, and then the person's reacting to it, and the light is shining to it, and then when I put the brightness up, we could see like the silhouette way better. <laughs> so it, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell these like these type of hearts when there's like pitch black where like your tv settings are on like the normal settings where i have to like change it just to get more atmospheric with the the movie itself um but yeah it's 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 very different from the skimmer rink i'm not trying to compare it to that or even blair witch it's it's out out there (laughs) uh, with its story it's more what do you call that not supernatural what do you call it when it's like a science space one uh science fiction Science fiction, but science f- natural. I don't know what you call it. Like <laughs> science natural. 
science where, yeah, where it's science like fiction. event horizon like it's like that sci-fi oh. horror I yeah I, I don't know if there's a word for it i think event horizon is science cosmic fiction. horror i would say that's a oh I talk, oh yeah like, that's a good I talk, yeah, like, like cthulhu likeness like, yeah, like yeah. the 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 dread the yes, the yes yeah, yeah i would say like cosmic horror like yeah, it's yeah a, it's not your uh it's not uh it's creatures but also might be some from somewhere else um it's definitely out there like this it's not like your typical found footage there there are moments in here too where um you're questioning what's happening <laughs> similar to skin or rink like is, is there a time loops happening or is there the person's just going uh insane from all the like visually what he's the person seeing while, while he's in the desert yeah they don't they don't shy away from using visuals like there is uh some like uh, it's cutting off a body part considered gory yeah like you, so. you but but like i but it's not the same type of like gore as like if you're watching a film and then somebody is stabbing 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 and blood is profusely shooting out more than a, the naturally way that oh, i would shoot out it's yeah, not it's not like that it's it's more of like i've i i'm cutting off my own body part i'm and, there is a there is uh nudity you know there is uh I guess it's off screen too. Like a lot of stuff is off screen when the thing. Yeah, some parts are, but then like they'll show you the result. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Uh, But yeah, I I liked it. Um, I liked it a lot. There's another like while watching this, I saw another found footage. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, we should watch this one now. It's like this one might be like Blair Witch. it's just, it's, it's just, just Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Blair Witch. What are your thoughts, Audrey? Um, I liked it a lot. I think it is uh more comparable to Blair Witch. There, you know, there is uh, you know, messing with uh, is it messing with time? Is it you know, it goes from you know day to night, day to night. But is it I've actually we've we've actually been living five days, or is it we're reliving the same day over and over, sort of thing? Um, I like how it gives you different options, different uh views of seeing the same event sort of thing and then you can go oh that's uh why like you know could there like if, if you're like in a scary situation where there's like a scary entity monster chasing you and you're screaming and running away and they're also screaming at you you know could it be because they're they're in a time loop and they see you and they want help from mm-hmm. you you know sort of thing uh uh it gives it I think it gives enough information for you to draw conclusions much more easily, whether they're right or wrong. I guess that it doesn't really matter, but um, it's a, there, there is a a creature too, which is cool. Uh, They don't show it all the way, but it's kind of fun uh, to, to see it. Um, Did they do the, I'm sorry, the Cloverfield route where they don't. A little bit. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, There's like a, there's bits where it's like close up and you could touch it. And then there's other things, of course, because it's so dark, you can't really tell the shape or what exactly you're looking at. So it is like the cosmic horror where it's in your mind trying to figure it out or the vastness is so big that you can't comprehend it sort of thing like that. I I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was fun. I, I thought the characters were, um, were interesting they gave they gave a a little backstory but you know it wasn't the story wasn't really about them personally it was about the shared experience that they had together which i thought was cool Mm -hmm. um it is like what is it like um the beginning starts off as like a somebody calls 911 and you hear their screaming i guess i don't know like i i don't know how anybody found this footage yeah yeah to, so, to, to, uh, it's like a found footage we we found it type thing the police like 
this this takes place in 90s and we found it now in 2022 type not 90s this is the first memory card this is the second memory card it it took place like five years prior and then uh they're presenting it like they found evidence the police the the police are never on the screen it's the way it's similar to the blair witch where they're presenting to the audience to the audience and you make your own judgment if it's real or not yeah that sounds interesting actually like i i like i always like these the concept of found footage but i always go through i always want something that's unique enough where you know it sets itself apart from other so do you guys agree that it sets itself apart or yeah i would say yeah yeah. i would say this would be interesting enough to watch it's not like oh it's just a a ripoff of a blair witch or uh i can't think of another found footage thing but um that's I guess I guess that would be the how do you say the touchstone for yeah I would footage. say that too I, I I saw uh when this movie was released I saw people get like the uh, I don't know what you call them but they're like um promos but like for oh. horror fans and it's basically it was like a kit like a oh oh you mean like like they got PR kits like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah PR yeah. kits and it's basically it's like it yeah, feels tell, like tell, it was something. Us- Tell, tell us what it is. Tell us what the PR kit is, and then we'll see if we can relate it. I to ju- from what I remember, it was like you know uh, USB and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. letters and everything. That you had to like type something in later on or something like that. Um. But the box came in like a janky looking box. Like, what? Why is this here? Like, it's like something like oh. someone dropped it off. It was like and scary had, and weather. Yeah, yeah, like you had to solve the mystery and whatnot. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember everything, but you could probably look it up somewhere on social media. Uh, some of the press kits out there. That's cool. I like that. Wait, wait, wait. Where'd you guys watch this? Because I'm not even. Nowhere. I want to say Shutter. I want to say Shutter too. Okay. Shutter or um, Screenbox. A Screenbox. It was Screenbox. A Screenbox. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's one in the order. One, no, one of the S. Order. It's one yeah. of the S's. Does it feel like it says there? It, it's made with a budget of 15,000 does it seem like it's... yeah there's a lot of practical yeah effects. yeah yeah okay. it is there, there is something where it's like oh no it's a scary thing on the ground and it's like somebody pulled pulled it with a string, a string. yeah yeah it's <laughs> but, a good it, effect, but, but, but it's still effective yeah yeah but, well, okay. but you could tell like certain uh, scenes are rewind to get that thing yeah. the object is wrapping around someone but it's rewind and they're unwrapping it you know how that but it doesn't it doesn't at all feel like oh this is their first film and like you can like tell like it's cheaply made or like the first time it's they they have a smaller budget but i think they used it well yeah it feels like it was also like i know it's shot shot in like the desert most of the time but you remember from hell and back the the vh1 because that's Mm -hmm. also shot in a desert and then that's this one's like way one. different. This one's is okay. more like a flatland. Desert. Do you have to get a permit, Ben? Because you had to do that kind of stuff. You you do well, no, no if it's a public place or even a, well actually even a oh, private but place. But if it's just the desert, what if you just drive off the road? Um, I have no idea. Like, yeah, I don't know how that all works. Like, if, I, you're if it's just like a national anyone. park, though, you would have to. Oh, I see. That, if they yeah. film it in a national park, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I actually don't know if it's like in the middle of the road or something. Like that. Yeah, like how do you like? Oh no, you know. You didn't pay for it. Like, like who's going to come and what government? I mean, maybe there is. I don't know. That looks at films. The go, U.S. Oh, government. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> go, government, yeah. that goes and like, oh, did they have their permit? You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. How much, how much is the fine for that? Like if you filmed on, let's say, not a national park, but like you are in public and you didn't get the proper permits and you're filming. It could it could go up to a hun- hundreds of dollars to a thousand dollars. It's whatever, okay. whatever you're trying to do. Because like. If you're trying to do like a stunt, like if there's like a oh. 
the physical thing happening, you probably get fined more, but just because potentially people could get hurt. But, like it disturbs mm, the peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It disturbs the peace and whatnot. Mm. But I don't know. Yeah, it, I when we did our student film, we didn't have to do money. Like we didn't have to pay anything because they were like, "Oh, you're a student, so this is for free." Um, but that's the only time you could do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> The, the 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 school you it was waved off because you're part of a school that's why uh taxes probably cool so john you also watched something else on streaming uh, oh that's yeah opposite but kind of f- physical i guess you could say uh, you just said the word physical yeah. 100 mm-hmm. uh it's the new netflix reality show set in korea it's uh south of korea of course <laughs> uh but yeah it's a uh like I, I guess it's a reality show based on your like. It's the it's it, the premise is to find the ideal human physique. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like um, what do you call these uh, op- obstacle courses? So type of things. Not obstacle courses. That, yeah. That's that's a, a events or whatnot. Uh, but think of those type of things. Think about like back in the day, there used to be like these Ironman contests where you're you're Guts. pulling. Uh, mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. A, a tractor or a train or whatnot or you're lifting up something and stuff like that and they just just test test you on this one thing it feels like a PE test too and yeah some of them like literally way. are like you know schoolyard mm-hmm. games so Audrey and I watch all of the episodes like one weekend uh, it, it's very I like it a lot it's very uh how would you say uh optimistic or not optimistic they're, they're very, very positive encouraging. for each yeah, other positive, they're yeah. not it, like it's funny like I wonder if that's how uh asian type of or maybe, or maybe just south korean reality shows are maybe it's just the culture in general the respect for other people maybe or just mm-hmm. something like that versus like if this was filmed in america that a lot of the confessionals or whatever would be like this man yeah yeah they 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 did this to me egos. or that to me i hope yeah, the egos, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. or they, yeah. they're trying to capture a character that the people can root against you know like yeah. those things but this one you don't really i want everybody that. to win i was like no yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, a, it's a reality competition. I forgot to say. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to make it seem like for three hundred million won. Yes, and, and we, it, I think that's like a hundred thousand dollars. No, or it's two hundred and forty thousand oh, dollars. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, it's uh, it, it, each what happens? What happens when they lose? Oh, they, yeah. So they each character or like each person has a uh, bust of themselves, like made out of uh, plaster. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, and they have to break it say. after these. So, you know, it's similar to the thing like in other reality shows, like Rose or Light the Fire Out and not, like whatnot. So it's pretty cool. It's like they, they, they. Most of the time, they have to break their own bus, and then they say a little speech. Similar to uh, there's a lot of like reality uh, tropes. You know, you're doing the talking head thing. You're doing a little speech before an event, or if you win something, or. Uh, it's all that stuff. All of it's here. That drama's here, but I think I just like it because it's very positive, and everyone's just like really rallying. Doesn't matter who they cheer each other. Losing. Yeah, they cheer even other people for the other team. You're just watching. You're cheering for that person because even if the other person's losing, and all of a sudden the other person starts winning, you still cheer for either one of them. Or at one point they cheer for both of them. Both the thing like they'll take turns cheering. And that's like, that, was, yeah. that was just really nice to watch. And then it gets a little emotional, like towards the ending when each person, like the last five, I would say, or even the last like 10 or 20, and each one of them will say a speech and just you get to know them more. Like, uh, I believe the last five, you get to know their backstories more, like mm-hmm. their actual reasoning of this. And it's a lot of it's mostly representing the sport or the 
I guess the sport or the activity they do in real life, like they, they whatever Olympic sport, you know, body building or any of this stuff, they want to just promote that more and show the world like, yeah, you can still do this and have a good physique or, uh, you know, you can, you can still be this type of person. And then there's a lot of like, the cast is very uh, diverse in, in ways of job wise. There is like, and most body them, types too. And body types, but there are mostly Koreans in here. There are non-Korean people that came here, like American people that came to Korea to live there or play baseball. One thing, but uh, other than that, most of them are Korean. But yeah, the the body types are very diverse. A lot of them, you judge them like by the body type. Like you know, you're just watching that and like this person's not strong or this person doesn't have the willpower <laughs> to succeed. Yeah. But then, Overall, they 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 overcome that because the people are encouraging them, and that's just like really nice to see. Uh, it's just a thing that I it it feels like they wanted to do. I I've never watched the show too. Um, what's that other Korean drama? Uh, they even say it, Squid Games, like a Squid, no, Game Squid Games yeah. type thing, but more realistic. And then they, I think they see, and no one see, dies. Yeah, no, <laughs> no one dies. dies. No one. They, they, they question it. They, they joke around. Like one, one, the first competition is like, this is like Squid Games. Like, what if you fall down and die? <laughs> like all this stuff. But it, there's lots of safety. There is like Squid Game s things in here. Like there are people on the outskirts. Outskirts on the uh, the vents are going to help you if you get injured or something. but they, they're just standing still with their arms you know crossed against them and they have a mask so you don't know there's just, it's just these figures there making sure everything's safe still and it makes you like they should do this in all of reality shows <laughs> like at these type of competitions like at least someone on the floor right away is there to make you sure you're safe and not like on the background because you're scared i think the thing is that with squid games they they open that up more like oh you can have these type of things people there to help out I, I like i said i never watched the the tv show so i don't know if they're actually helping out those characters no, I think they're uh, they them. do and then i watch a couple episodes of squid games they, they okay, do those, help those, those mask other. uh people oh wait no they're not the mask people. yeah they're, <laughs> they're killing them they're killing yeah, them yeah, yeah. i'll see uh, i misheard i thought you were thinking about uh people the competitors the, the competitors yeah <laughs> I, I do have to say though if this came to america it would be a whole different like ego type of it's like a typical a t- American reality. Yeah, it will be show. typical. Yeah. Will, people, you'll hate people on there. People will be betraying, so, like, yeah, assuming, betraying yeah. each other and stuff like that. Um, I just unless they yeah, could I find the more wholesome. I people. They, 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 there's, there's people here that are just like movie stars or like they're just there's like a K-pop dancer, yeah, influencer. So I, I just kind of want to see which hundred people they would pick out of all of them. Uh, that's one of the things I, I uh, interested to see. Probably uh, Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Is it, uh, and uh, uh, Chris Pratt. He comes in with his Mario. It's me, Mario. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun to hear the people talk because it does feel like you're watching an anime. Like I'll do my best. Oh, this is a this is a sound okay. clip I got. It's one of the funniest, but there's no context. Oh yeah, wait, wait, no, no, no. Explain the editing style that was very so annoying. That's the most the annoying thing about the show. They do editing style where they repeat the scene in different angles multiple times so i do like, remember yeah, yeah i did I not i do not yeah. like that type of editing yeah. it, and then they do the thing where they show you like every uh, episode ends with a cliffhanger but the next and when you go to the next episode the last five to ten minutes is just replaying that uh scene for the uh repeating it but in a different angle i was like oh man this is not what i want uh but this is out of context this is our favorite like moment 
it, I laughed so hard when this happened. It's, I think it's audibly funny at the moment, but it, in context-wise, this probably won't be funny, but here it is. They repeated that like so many times because they're trying to show, I guess, the same event, uh, thing that happened, but like from this angle, that angle, yeah. this angle, or whatever. So you'll hear that this like this audible multiple times. <laughs> this one you, scene, I think several like you you two dozen. don't watch uh, the floor is lava, huh? Mm-mm. No, they no. do that in Flora's Lava. But I, I wonder. I, I watched some of it, but I don't like, remember it that well. Competition thing that like yeah, Netflix yeah. does that with competition just so that, exactly shows. like Physical One Hundred, but with yeah. kids. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, uh, wait, Flora's Lava is not kids; they're adults. Oh, they're adults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a kid <laughs> so, game, but no, yeah. it's I think a kids game. Is, like, yeah. yeah, I think there are people who are have a uh, family, like they're grown yes, adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they could be uh, best friends. Family, yeah, all grown adults have families. No, no, no. There's I've seen it where there's like a brother and sisters or cousins like the, the represent it's some, the team it's similar, is a family yeah it's like a family okay. feud type of style sometimes yeah um but yeah they do different like every time someone falls to lava they do like three or four angles but it's funny because you see the reaction of everyone and it's like repeating the same you know i kind of wish that's audible. what they did here yeah what are you talking about they did do that yeah they did do no, that. like show the reaction of multiple people Oh yeah, yeah they, they fall they not just the same yeah. scene. They do do it sometimes when someone does like do something and they show the reaction. But I wish that's what they did. Like what I they wonder, did. I wonder if it's because whatever audible they caught, they have to show that on film. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, like maybe it's a weird like oh the like they don't get paid unless they got screen time or something. And everyone's mic'd up here too. Like the insane mics they have here, I've never yeah, seen it's 100. before. Yeah, it's a hundred. That seems yeah. so. <laughs> and then they have it on around the, their necks, like a little ball thing. That's usually how like, it is now. And yeah. um. The, uh, some of the reality shows Netflix have they they're wearing necklaces now mm-hmm. for uh, lav mics, yeah. So recommend it? You're saying yes, yes. I did watch like the first episode, but I had it on, like I didn't really like pay attention it's, it's, to it's, everything. It's kind of hard to get through the first couple episodes because they're thinning the the herd, and, and then, then yeah. once they get to like the top twenty, that's when you go, oh yeah. yeah, that that's when you. Well, at least for me, I could recognize people. There were yep, so many yeah. people. I'm like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> And, and there's some people once. that just showed up. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wait, you were in this competition? The whole time? I was like, where'd you come from? You but know? there are, like, ideally, there is, a, I think, a handful of people. Maybe a dozen. A dozen people you'll root for and then you want them to win. Because they have, like, a cool underdog story. Or because they're they're very like, well-respected. And you just want them to go all the way. and uh, just Maybe that's what's nice about this. Is that everybody's an underdog here. There's yep. not, yeah. like, a real... I mean, like, there are people who are maybe physically intimidating. There was but... one jerk in here. That was it. But he was an influ- MMA, MMA influencer. Oh, yeah. It's a very, like, yeah, this person really definitely sounds like someone who's a jerk. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an MMA fighter and an influencer. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> Is he talking about the one with the mullet? That I don't know. No, no. It was one where he was fighting a woman, but he was like, very um oh yes yeah yeah he uh, like yeah it. he was like just like uh put his arm out and like kept her at arm's distance and like wouldn't like fight her or anything yeah the girl like, yeah. the woman was really want to you know be to physical try, and yeah. try but he's like no you're just a woman i i know i can beat you he did beat her but still it's like that, that yeah he just put her his knee on her stomach and then she couldn't breathe yeah he's like okay great <laughs> Sounds like a like the Karate Kid type of situation where mm-hmm. you're um, intimidating, but it's like you're also like the bully too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, it was very bullying. Bull, cool. But that was so that's about um, nine episodes on Netflix right now. 
like an yeah, hour I'm, long. I'm too, I think. Do you guys who have a favorite competition without spoiling it, like a couple of words? Like- oh, the I think it's a it's not the top top ten. I think it's the top ten one where they do the Greek god ones. Oh yes, yes, oh, yes. The, they do a really they're called good... punishments. It's like the punishments of Sisyphus and the, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and whatever like sort of thing. It's... I think they do a really good job of the last ten people competing, and they do they they do it so well where you're like, oh, how are they going to succeed? And then the people that you think will succeed does not. <laughs> like it's, okay, it's, oh yeah, they, they play very... up so much of the character, the, not character, but. The, the background of like, you know, this person does this and this person does this, but when they're actually in there and trying to do it, they don't feel like they don't accomplish the thing. Or sometimes a person was there and you think, you know, uh, they're a shoe in. Yeah, yeah. They're shoe in, but no, <laughs> they, they get limited right away. <laughs> cool. So that's on oh, Netflix. Yeah. Um, so, Audrey, you also watched something this past week and I'm interested because I haven't watched it. Yes, so I watched on HBO Max, uh, Kronos. Uh, this actually spurred from a different podcast that John and I were recording yesterday for Kill Them All, and we were just doing. Ooh, we were voting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we were voting for the <laughs> Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, and it's just basically categories like best. What was it, like best act? It's not like best actor and best actress, but it's like the best like overall release, and then the best streaming, and then like yeah. actor, actor. And then it got to down to like the last two votes, and it was like best director, and then I guess best film. But, yeah, and then I was trying to. I was asking John, well, what's the difference between the best director and the best film? Because I couldn't, I physically couldn't articulate or see the difference in between it. Like how, how I was like, how do you tell what a director is in a film versus this and stuff like that? And we were talking and uh, I was actually texting you during the, during the podcast. And then as we were talking about different directors, I was like, well, I guess I can see that style, but then I'm like, well, isn't that really the cinematographer's, you know, thing? Yeah, because I'm, like, is... the, I'm like, the director says it, but it's actually the cinematographer who's interpreting and then making this sort of thing. So I was probably being too nitpicky about it, but mm-hmm. I was I was just trying... <laughs> I think so, yeah. Well, I was trying to understand it because I'm like, well, what's the point of having two categories if it's, to me, it's the same category, you know? I, the way I explain it on that Kill Them All podcast, Ben, is that Think of a movie as a company. The company has a boss. That boss is a director. But there's also within the company, there is like a HR person that does like the writing, whatnot. And then that person, the boss, is the one that puts everything together, right? The man, he manages yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. But he doesn't yeah. really, though. He just sits in his office. No, well, the director is up there, though. The difference is that in this one, like the director is really up there in the front uh, near the camera most of the time directing people like oh i want the sound guy here i want you to mark here you give me a good uh acting that's, yeah that's pretty much what like that. yeah that's yeah. a difference yeah like, like the, i guess like but like for me i'm like uh, when i'm like enjoying a movie or trying to watch it, i'm not seeing that or yeah doing yeah. like breaking it down so it was just it was just kind of confusing for me and i was trying to like because because what ended up happening is like uh, towards the last five categories i kept picking the same ones and then I'm like, well, what's the fun in that or the point of that? Because it's like, I, I'm just saying I like this film, you know, sort of thing, I guess. This, but. this is actually uh, like a, a conversation or discussion even in the Oscars because it, it is weird because you're like, um, so if the best film is like Dune, but the director is like the director of like, I don't know, of Spider-Man and then cinematographer yeah. is like. So so why is Dune the best movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Win director and somebody. Yeah. 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 It's so, always a. That's always a weird issue. Not issue, but 
it doesn't seem like it makes sense in the Oscars sometimes because it's like it, it doesn't make yeah. sense at all if you're yeah. doing it by that one then take away best movie <laughs> yes yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so that, maybe yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the Grammys have the same issue like there's like the best, best album, album record yeah. and album but you could win the best album but you don't win best song or record it's so weird. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I guess it's just shade say that it's all pretty arbitrary for yes, art and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. you know sort of thing but Besides that, beside the point, I, but having the conversation I enjoyed and then with also talking to John and then texting you at the same time was I was like, I was then I was kind of starting to understand it more. And then I was like, well, you know, I do like um, Guillermo del Toro style. I could if I were to watch something, I'd be like, oh, yes, I could see it in that sense. I, I can go, oh, this is his style or his type of creatures or things like that. Um, and then I think on an article or something, it said like, oh, his first I believe this is his first film. Um, or it's considered like a, a Mexican horror classic as well. Yes, and yeah. um, so I was like, oh, okay. And then I think I scrolled somewhere and it said it was on HBO Max. I was like, okay, let's watch this. Um, and it's, for, it's really interesting because on a different podcast on Scott Hasn't Seen, there was these movie critics who were saying with the English patient, they're like, you know, this isn't this director's best film, but it is, uh, it's good because you can see that person getting like their baby steps in yes, or like, yeah. you know, for framing or things like that. And I can, and I, for me, I could see that in this film too, having known his uh, more refined films sort of thing, which was interesting to kind of, to see it, to, to, to think, to have that in my mindset as I was watching this film, it made me appreciate it more than going, Oh, this is a nineties film. And it's like, it looks weird or, you know, things like that. Um, it's, uh, it's basically, I would interpret it as a version of like the vampire myth kind of, um, but not, not in the sense of, um, uh, I'm undead and I bite you, but there is, um, piercing of flesh. There is blood exchange and there is like living forever sort of thing like that, which I found very interesting, um. And I and that's kind of the things that I do like in all his stories. He likes to do fairy tales and things. And there's still the the innocent girl. There's there's mm. like the little the little yep, the yeah. little light skinned girl with the brown bob hair. Pretty much, you know. From all of there's films. the um the the wise old man sort of thing that takes care of the the youth. Um, there's the uh, the creature feature is not super prevalent. It's not like you know like in Pan's Labyrinth, like you know all those different those different types of creatures. Um, but the protagonist does like turn into something he transforms um, it also has Ron Perlman in it you know one of his other muses that was another thing too John was telling like you know directors or maybe you did Ben I can't remember but like about a director will have a style they'll have a muse they'll have you yes, know yeah. things like that and it was interesting to see Ron Perlman in there I was like oh he's so young <laughs> mm-hmm. you know I don't and he's uh, speaking Spanish in this one yeah a little bit sometimes yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the way and I kind of like that how they'll do that where he does speak Spanish but then when he's speaking he'll often Often somebody speaking Spanish to him and he'll speak, he'll just respond in English and they also understand, but then that will be translated, you know, vice versa sort of thing like that. Um, I guess it's just to show that cause he's like a nephew of like a big kind of rich person. And I guess I'm assuming he's American, you know, the he's American or something like that. Um, maybe that's to give the character kind of like a, a gruntness, a, an unrefined taste compared to the Spanish speaking people who are more, um, they may be poor or something like that, but they are more refined and more civilized sort of thing like that. Um, uh, I thought it was really interesting. It's like an hour 30. So it's really quick. It was really nice. So um, the, 
what was I saying? He's like an antique dealer, basically, and he finds a, a thing that's like an ancient thing uh, that can uh, preserve or what is that? Extend your life. And so it's him trying to figure figure it out, um, but uh, and then kind of coming to grips of what he needs to do. You know, the the hero uh, he doesn't. What is that? You live long enough to become the villain or yeah, die yeah. before you're a hero. Whatever you, that is. you either live long enough to become the hero. Oh no, if you you live long enough or you either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yeah. So basically he was becoming the villain and then he said no, you know, he rejected that and then he he died and became, you know, the hero, sort of thing like that. Um but the way like it's shot and everything, it's like, oh I can see him like, you know, uh getting his style and stuff like that. I haven't seen anything previous. Like, I'm, I don't know if he did like, um, how do you say student films or what? Uh, he did short films. Yeah. Like, like, like what's yeah. like, what's his style or what's his, uh, how, how he, like uh, how he able, how was he able to get a, a, a feature film? Like, yeah. like what did he do to, in order to do I actually film? don't know because, uh, it looks like after this, he makes, uh, he creates, um, uh, what's that horror movie? Uh, it's it's one mimic mimic it's mimic oh is it yeah yeah i mentioned yeah so it was it was just really interesting to to see that and i like the story i thought it was interesting i i interpreted it as like the type like the vampire type of myth or like the how do you say the thing where you want to live forever sort of thing like that sort of thing and it was just an interesting way to do it because it seems original the concepts about it i know i think del toro is an artist too right doesn't he draw like a lot of his things Mm -hmm. he builds figures he draws so like there there's a like a manuscript here with like a very detailed drawing that i wouldn't be surprised would be his you know like this is like a an inspiration for something and he built it around it or something like that you know the 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 macabre you know the very um uh, there's there's like a creature that kind of looks like a face hugger, like from Alien sort of thing, and then like a beautiful angelic cherub, you know, like the the yin and the yang of you know good and evil sort of thing, mm-hmm. and how he sees beauty in in both of those things, and it was it was just really cool. I liked it. It's fine. Did John? Did you watch it? Uh, in and out. I was making dinner. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to watch it too because uh, it's one of those blind spots when it comes his to his filmography. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's that one and um, the Devil's Bones. I think is the other one. He's the, no, I'm not sure. Uh, the, I haven't seen the Devil's. Oh, back, Devil's. Devil's Backbone. Backbone, <laughs> yeah, Backbone, which I heard is really good. A uh, horror movie. Mm. Um, so I, I, those are the two I, I'm looking forward to watch that I haven't watched yet. Which, which were like you know, if you look at his filmography, filmography, he's been going back and forth. Like he'll make us a Spanish film, then mm-hmm. an English film, then a Spanish film. Then I think now he's just making all, mostly all English films. Yeah, yeah. There's no... <laughs> after, yeah. after that one, he's like, okay, let's just stick with the Hollywood budget now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah maybe that's what it is. Uh, so you watch this on HBO Max? I'm going to mm-hmm. queue that up uh, and watch it. Cool. Do you um, tell Alexa to queue it up for you? Yeah, Alexa, or, queue it up. Or he just screams, that. Christina, put it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Murphy, her paws can't probably determine he she'll, she'll just chew the remote i yeah. think if you give her enough food she'll figure it out yeah yeah Maybe. well no you have to do those buttons on the ground and that's like <laughs> hbo you know yeah. da, da, da. me um, amy murphy murphy want <laughs> food i'm gonna quickly discuss a podcast uh you two know who kiki palmer is right she's yes. the she's from she, no. came, she she came up in the kill them all episode yep. 
Oh, oh, so now I'm curious what what is what you what is the <laughs> subject you guys are talking about? It's, no, no, uh, it's perfect. The, it can't be Jordan Peele because it's just three films. Uh, no, no, no. Are. This one we did a special uh, for Kill the Mob where we voted for the Scream. Oh, uh, okay, okay. You're like the Chainsaw that. Awards. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Yeah, makes sense. I thought you guys are doing your your. It's not a yeah. Okay. Uh, so, P- a baby. This is K- K- Kiki Palmer. Is a podcast. It's actually on Amazon Prime, but you could listen to any podcast uh, apps like you know Apple Podcasts and whatnot. Uh, but it's it's a it's a conversational podcast where she has a guest and then uh, she talks to the guest and up there like you know it's like a Mark Marin like mm-hmm. type of podcast where their upbringing, how they became. She's in a garage. <laughs> Man, I actually don't I, know. I feel like a lot of like big time stars are doing this right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this one mostly caters to because her opening, like she has a, a teaser that you can listen to. It's pretty funny because uh, if you know Kiki Palmer, she's very vibrant and very uh, she's very vibrant and funny. Like she's like um, I don't know how you like bubbly. I guess you could say yeah, yeah. about her, her personality. So. Her teaser is literally about like how she just wants to know how you know uh, MySpace or uh, how's um, what's the actor uh, the creator of MySpace um, Tom Tom, Tom, Tom. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like uh, last name yeah or like Tom how MySpace. does OnlyFans operate like she's like it's one of those things where she actually wants to know how things she operate. has a question and so yeah and then she'll invite a guest um, so like the first I only uh, listened to like the first three or four episodes. They're about a little bit like an hour long. And what's cool is like, you know, how like Mark Marion, if you've listened to his podcast, he like starts off with like an introduction and he talks about his cats and coffee or whatever, he, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. ad yeah. thing he does. Uh, similar to this, but she actually Kiki Palmer invites her mother in and mm-hmm. her mother's very like, like much like her. And then like, it's kind of fun because they actually talk about like, uh, adult films and OnlyFans in the first episode, uh, and then like it's you get to see the mother's um, point of view too. And wait, adult uh, fan, uh, adult films? You're talking about like pornography? Uh, pornography. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> they watch it uh, together. No, no, no. no, no, no they, they just talk oh. about like yeah, just... <laughs> the, you know because she's uh, her mother is a woman was a woman first oh, a yeah. human being, so she you know has interests and needs and wants and yes, you know, yeah, so does, exactly. so does her daughter. <laughs> And uh, even like, you know, sex work and whatnot. So it's like, it's a really fun episode, uh, big uh, starting episode because they like basically, uh, you know, uh, things that are probably taboo to most people when it comes to like their parents. Uh, this one, they just like, you know, openly talk about it. Um, uh, they, her first guest is like uh, Black China, who's like a model oh, and really? socialite. Yeah. Uh, then, um, like the second episode is like Keenan Thompson and how he was Whoa. just a kid and how yeah. their both their upbringings are similar. Like they both started as child actors, and then Did, like, was Kiki Palmer a child actor? I know yeah, uh, Kia and the Bee, and then uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that is her. Yeah. And then she huh. has like um, what's that? Disney sh- or Nickelodeon show where she's like a private eye detective. That's her show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it lasted right. for like three or four episodes, uh, these seasons. Oh, yeah, about the same episodes. That's why I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. We were well, like much like adults by that yeah. time. When, it was uh, after our Nickelodeon time. Yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, like then even like she has a doctor, sex doctor, Kate Balasteri, where they talk about like does porn ruin sex, which is an interesting episode. Um, and then 
he had she has uh Jaleel White who plays Steve Urkel too, like because mm. he was also a child. It's a lot of people that she could relate to, um, mm. because of like you know her as a child actor, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to you know ruin anything, but I, I highly recommend it. You could listen to any podcast app, and um, yeah, I, like, I really love like an what, hour or so. Yeah, it's an hour, and it's it's very swiftly like and you get to know things that i didn't even know about stuff so uh especially like, like what's a sex tape what's a porn yeah 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 <laughs> How does only fans work? yeah but she yeah, does talk about serious subject like uh, i haven't w- listened to everything but like she also talks about um that one sex cult nick oh that nixon yeah, yeah yeah there's a she that talks Hollywood to a survivor one, right? of that um wow. but yeah um yeah that's um her intros are really fun, and her theme song is really fun. Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. Christina already know the intro really well. So if you're into <laughs> intro music, it has a very catchy intro. I actually music. am. I love theme songs. Yeah. It's really cool. Like, if you don't want to listen to too many things that are too serious, she, her her voice is a very different from other podcasts, like That's interview, fun. conversational, like, you know, compared to like NPR or whatever, where it's oh. like very... I'll have, I'll have Murphy download that for me right now. Yeah. Um, so with that said, we're going to conclude this episode with the main discussion. This week's main discussion is we have a ghost. Outlaw suits you. Is he here now? Ready to have some fun? That is a clip of We Have a Ghost, written and directed by Christopher Landon, which I didn't know is uh, Michael Landon's son. If you know Michael Landon, he's the guy from uh, Little House of the Prairie. I don't know if you guys know mm, the main star, father yeah. Yeah. of Little House. If you type him up, you're like, oh, that's that guy. I didn't know uh, he was the father. Uh, <laughs> um, Christopher Landon is well known for his three movies which are like genre bending when it comes to horror. Um, the two happy death days and then freaky. Uh, I never watched freaky yet. I heard it's, it's good. good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, this movie stars Anthony Mackie. Um, I want to see how you say his name. Jahi Delawa Winston. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm saying it correctly. Jahi uh, Winston. Yes. Uh, David Harburn, uh, Eric Ash and, uh, oh, Erica, Erica, Fitch. Erica, Ash. Oh, Erica uh, Ash, Niles Fitch, Isabella Russo, and Tig Notaro. Uh, surprise. Oh, and, and I also don't want to, uh, you know, because she's in it for like five minutes. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge is also in mm-hmm. the movie. Uh, this is the plot synopsis on IMDb. Finding a ghost named Ernest haunting their new home turns Kevin's family into overnight social media sensations. But when Kevin and Ernest investigate the mystery of Ernest's past, they become a target of the CIA. I'll start with well, Audrey. That's um, literally the plot. <laughs> yeah. uh, as you, if they synopsized it yeah. very well. <laughs> uh, are you a fan of his other films? And what's your thoughts? Without spoilers, what's your thoughts about this film? Um, so I do like his other films. I do like, what, uh, was it Happy Death Days? Is that what you said yeah. it was? And, and the freaky, freaky, what was Freaky, John? 
The one where you switch the body of a serial killer in the TV oh, show. Basically, yeah. Freaky Friday and yeah. uh, Halloween. It's with that one, <laughs> well, that one white man. What's his name? Yeah. So it's like uh, that, that's his filmology right now, where he takes like two genres and make a horror out of it, or in that realm. So what of are these horror. two genres? Then I would say the ET and then yes, yep, that I'll say that thing, and then kind of this weird mystery with the ghosts. I'll say and- Casper. Casper, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So okay, so I, I had extremely mixed feelings about this. Uh, I checked out the first 20 seconds and then by the end I did cry, but you know, it was, it, it I have a similar experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it felt very like, that's weird. I had the opposite. Yeah. He was oh. watching it the whole time. I was like, I was, I was like, really into it. No, I was like, you know, I'm done. Right. He's like, what? I'm like, I'm totally gone. Um, uh, it was, uh, it, it reminded me of like a weird, like, what is it? The Haunted Mansion, Disney type of, yes, it felt yeah. very, mid-tier like 90s 2000s movie yeah like, like, I, uh, like no like i like if i was a young person like a kid it, yeah. i would this would be totally like my type of my my type of film mm-hmm. it it kind of got there in the end i was kind of like oh man tig's in it oh man jennifer's in it. i really want to like like it all the way through but there were just bits like it was like the stories like the after they became like when you see oh this is why this really is like that part was interesting but then it's like Oh, you're you're the stereotypical dad who's uh, acts like Will Smith or whatever, and then you're the <laughs> the younger brother who just wants tail and works out and stuff like that. Like those, and like, you're just a housewife. Yeah, really yeah, like that. Yeah, totally she had no, yeah, yeah, like they were so one dimensional, and from the very beginning, and then towards the end, maybe they kind of got like a little bit more mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, and then that became interesting, but just it was those type of things turn me off immediately i'm like okay i already know what this is i don't i don't want to do it you know but yeah it is like a fun little et um you know casper casperness sort of thing um i totally did cry at the end me and john were like oh (laughs) same here yeah (laughs) yeah but uh i think it's because of david harbour's performance him not talking yeah he's oh no that's the opposite for me (laughs) okay (laughs) oh how many ghosts would you uh, how about how many David Harbin ghosts would you rate this out of five? Like how many Stranger Things? I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh God! Like I guess like a two point five. Like it's like okay. I li- like I I I I liked some people individually. I wish some characters were fleshed out a bit more. Like it's oh okay. Like I had no idea what the dad's motivation. Is. I just thought he was a super jerk ass jerk, mm-hmm. and then at the end it's like oh no, it's because. Uh, you know, you're more man, me, you know, me, uh, you're better, you're better at life than I've ever was, you know, that's like, okay, yeah. And then but also in the same sense, that's a, the same story I've heard many times. And it's, and it didn't really do an, it, this whole way they told it didn't do anything different or remarkable. But I can see this being a certain person's who's never seen this type of film, their film. And I respect it for that. But I'm not gonna, too, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna be like, Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> for it. <laughs> Yeah, two and a half is like the same as I, I do this thing on uh, online called Letterbox. Like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. they give you that's exactly what I gave it two and a half uh, mm-hmm. star. But uh, John, before I start, what's your thoughts? Because it seems like you have the opposite of uh, effect. <laughs> yeah, no, me and Audrey, so. I think because I I actually just paid attention when I watched. Oh, so, so it's <laughs> well, no, I paid attention too. So, yeah. no, but I think um, I, I when you guys were talking about, I think this is that mid tier film that you don't see anymore, like in 
movie theaters. Like I'm never going to watch these type of film in movie theaters because they're not interesting to me. But because- it, it is like you're right. It's like when you go to Blockbuster and like all the good movies are out, but mm-hmm. like you see this one, you're like, well, I passed it up three weeks in a row. Might as well go watch yep, it. Yeah. Yes, you know? yeah, but it's, yeah. it's one of these exactly films that they don't make anymore. Where it feels like Netflix is a perfect place where you put, yeah, like, yeah. oh, you watch this, and like, I think our kids will like this, and they watch it, and they can relate to the teenagers in here mostly. Yeah, they feel like outsiders. It's that trope that you know, young adult trying to find themselves, and I think it is like they even the brother is like an influencer trying to be an influencer or whatnot, and the dad's trying to you know uh find you relate a job. to the dad like, you can relate to the dad <laughs> you kind of can in the is, is that way. is that is that why did you huh? feel more relatable to the dad uh, story the, towards the end not not all, all the way like uh uh do I'm you not feel like a loser in. as a man and so you uh, if uh, uh, lennox finds a ghost you're gonna take a advantage no no, no, no. Yeah. i mean you already have big <laughs> here, but those so. dad feelings where you want to be you want to have your family your kids to have a better life like you're I trying think you, to i could i could see you relate to the towards the end when he gives that speech but yeah then when there's this like mystery in here a little bit, they throw in like sprinkle around you. You're, you're in your back of your mind is like, what is happening actually? Like, why is he dead? And what's yes, yeah. And you're trying to figure like that, it out. Yeah, like on its own. It's I was fine. I was into it. I was like, oh yeah, I want to figure this out. And then they, you know, the they do their little cross country adventure. They. <laughs> They go against the law. It's, just, it's similar to like any of these type of films where I got scared you, when the white cop was g- telling the the little the little boy like get down, put your hands so down. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh no, this there's, is gonna turn. There, there's yeah. literally there's a part like that for me that I was like, I know this director likes playing this genre. How far he's going to go? Mm-hmm. I thought literally they're gonna show someone getting killed or something, yeah. and it's like it switches off. But I have to remember this is, this feels like a, a, a kids film. It is. is it, what, what, what is it rated? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. I, I I think it's like I mean there's I want to say PG doesn't really do a lot of PG thirteen PG thirteen. Yeah, okay. Oh okay. Uh, only because I think there's blood and a little bit of violence and towards the ending. The but theme, then, yeah, the theme. I but guess. it does the yeah. thing too in the very ending. I won't say what is it, but it gets a little more darker and a little mm-hmm. more. Like, yeah, I enjoyed the end. Yeah, yeah, a little more darker, but it's also this like we're pulling together as a family to do you know to uh to uh to work this out this but yeah, person, understand this yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's the, that type of thing will i watch this again no <laughs> i'm never gonna watch this but i did enjoy there was a joke in here i totally forgot the joke i was like laughing out loud it was in the kitchen part thing but i, I was trying to remember it oh no when they fucking he fucking threw the orange out of his face <laughs> Jesus, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. That was really I, was like, I was laughing because it was, <gasps> it's so hard but so that's another thing too. I enjoyed the very like cartoony aspect of it. I mean, you have a character in here jumps out a window, and then you're like, "Oh, that's a cartoony effect." And then in the middle of the film too, it's Something very cartoony. Similar. Like there's there's mm-hmm. things that David Harbor does, like a cartoon ghost would do. Reminds me of like Casper, like that that yeah. thing where you're doing it. And it's like, oh, this is kind of cool, like this uh, thing. And then when Tigno uh, Nataro. Shows up and she's like a literally just a cartoon character with a MIB gun, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically trying mm-hmm. to hunt them. And, uh, and then yeah, you're like this is it, this is like a fun family film that I just enjoyed, and it, it does get really emotional towards the ending that I enjoyed more. Uh, I didn't cry, but uh, yes, I'm not, you did. Oh, uh, well, not I, I didn't have like I. Uh, no, I'm not saying you're weeping, but you cried. No, no, I I got emotional like uh, thing, but your uh, eyes got watery and yes. you cried. Uh, but only I because like I've seen 
waters uh, this, in your this, eye. This, this, this actor cry. died yeah, twice yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> what? If waters are in your uh, eye ducts, like though, there's that's, that's what crying, crying right? is. I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. I thought it was just uh, sweat coming out of my eyeballs. <laughs> now I know what crying. Man, I cry. So a lot. you think your you think your forehead is crying? When yes. you're, no, you're I thought my eyes are just sweating. Like, uh, man, I mean, I cry when I play basketball. I cry when I play football. <laughs> All these sweats. Um, but yeah, and then uh, yeah, I enjoyed most of the characters. There's like the what's her name. Uh, Coolidge, she Jennifer Coolidge. I thought she have a bigger role. Me too. I thought if you yeah. have that actor in here, especially with her like award stuff that's happening with her, um, I thought you you know use her. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought she was gonna like debunk it or be like a total fake or yeah, whateverness, yeah. and she kind of was a fake, but yeah. it's still like it didn't. Uh, again, some people didn't have enough. I guess maybe there's too many people in. There? I think there's I too know. many like big superstars. Yeah, and, like even adding like. The what, what is it like? Two of them are Marvel superstars right now. Yeah. And then, uh, wait, who's the other Marvel superstar? Anthony uh, Mackie and David Harbour. They're they're, they're both. Uh, David. Oh yeah, yeah. he's the black. The black yeah. yeah. Uh, I wouldn't and, call them Marvel stars. I'd say they're in the Marvel <laughs> films. But uh, Matthew Mackie will be. I would say like yeah. Tina Taro is in the. Yeah. Is she in the movie? No, no, she's in. She that. is in a movie. Yes. No, no, in the action movie, but it was a zombie one. It was in the zombie one. Yeah, I was like, is she in the Marvel, Marvel film? Uh, but yeah, uh, no. I would give this three yeah. ghosts of David Harbour. Oh, okay, out of, a little bit uh, higher. Mm-hmm, out of a five, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I'm more. Are in, we doing ratings uh, now? This yeah, yeah. Is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many David Harbour ghosts are we gonna do yeah, yeah. for everything? <laughs> no, no, no. We're not gonna do David Harbour ghosts for everything. I'm more in vain with like. Audrey's opinion. I, I think I I actually like you know sat and watched everything, and I, I think too. some of, I was there. I didn't yeah. leave. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Like I I think some of the jokes didn't land a lot. Like uh, especially with involving like Anthony Mackie. He's trying. He, uh, Audrey's right. He's trying to be like this Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. Charismatic, but you kind of he's unlikable. Like literally eighty percent of the movie, he's like unlikable. Yeah, yeah. Like, even there's a scene in here uh, where. Uh, Okay, this is a small story, but oh, he's yeah, just yeah. in the closet uploading freaking thing. I was yeah. like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, like, yeah. you're a dad. Why do you even need to do that? Like, can you just go in the, your own bedroom or something? Yeah, like, yeah. It's so weird. Like, uh, a weird scene. Um, I think tonally, it's uh, everywhere. Like, I feel like, oh, it's trying to be like, you, like you said, like E.T., then Casper, then... And then, then, then all of a sudden, I, I know he plays with that Christopher Lon- London, like uh, uh, with the whole genre, like bending it. Yeah. But it feels this one does, it, and I think it's like two, almost more than two hours long. It is. His other I, films are not that long. No, like, I wish like it was like a good one thirty again. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah they, I mean, like they didn't have to travel that far. They could have no. just like went. They could have <laughs> like, like it was in the same town, right? Yeah, I feel yeah. Like- yeah. I don't know where the hell they went, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, let me do the research. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the longest movie he's ever done, and I feel like it's unnecessarily ro- long. Like, mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it needs to be this long. Um, and uh, I feel like also, yeah, like too much is going on with the plot. Like there's like a MIB plot going on, and it's like which is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like it didn't amount to anything. It At feels all. like yeah, what yeah. are you gonna do with him? What are you, what are you gonna do with him? Spin off of that ghost thing. Yeah, a, ba- a bad job. Yeah, <laughs> they could be interested in that. Yeah, because like they they didn't even explain what their intentions are with a ghost. It no, just no, feels no, yeah. like they're just trying to capture something, 
And uh, I didn't in my mind. I'm like, uh, why is Tig Notaro in this movie? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah and, I mean, uh, it's just, out of left field. It's fun. I like Tig yeah. a lot. I like but. her role in it, but at the same time, it's like there's nothing there. It feels like she's just there, and then she cries, and I was like, oh, okay, that's the moment you want out of this. It's like, yeah, you're uh, you're you're the bad person that captures me, but oh, you'll you'll be my savior at the end or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um. I thought the kids were good. Like, I don't think their chemistry was like that great at first. Like, nothing I think, was palpable. <laughs> yeah, I think it's felt like I don't know if it's the director. This is like the first time to dealing with like kids. If he doesn't know how to hone down like their performances, because uh, Jahai Winston, like he's really good. I've seen him in this other movie a couple years ago. It's about um, motorcyclists in um, Baltimore. What is oh. it called? Um, Baltimore motorcycles. Uh, yeah, his, oh, his performance Charm City was Kings. Good. Charm City oh, Kings. Yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, it's really good. It's he plays this character named Mouse. It's based on a true story, and he's literally a kid in that one. And mm. um, it's on HBO Max right now. Um, but that one's really good, and he's really good in that one. And this one, it feels like yeah, it feels like he's trying to um, like the whole mystery part doesn't feel like. It feels like I don't know how you explain it. Like he doesn't feel like he wants to do it, but he needs to do it. I don't know. I don't know. It was like at first he's like an outsider, and then he's not. He's not black enough for the his black dad, and then yeah. it was like, and then the her the the neighbor is also uh, an outsider. She's an way. outsider, but you don't really know why. And then they go, "Oh my my dad makes me do stuff," and it's like, "Okay, is that because you're Asian?" And like <laughs> yeah, you know, the, yeah. they did mention that a bunch of times about her being Asian. It's like, "Oh, we should just like each other because we are both outsiders." Like it, they yeah. didn't seem to have anything that really clicked. Yeah, uh, if she was like, like into ghosts. Yeah, then it'll yeah. be cool. But then she and I hated her hacking skills. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that was hacking, so that hacking thing is so like that that era that era. It is. Of film it is. Yeah. One well, kid will know about hacking. She only could do it that one time, and another yeah. time she couldn't do it anymore. It's like, yeah. uh, why can't you hack uh, more often throughout the whole movie? Anyway, and I feel like David Harbour, like, like there's like an interview, or I was reading, but it was like challenging that he doesn't talk. That's a that's like a that's why he took the role because it was challenging. And I was like, so I yeah, feel like that's... it could have been better if he was animated like Casper to me. Like, yeah, that would uh, have been they, fun. they did the Frighteners thing. The yeah, the, the Frighteners thing. Yeah. Where it's like a human being CGI. Yeah, you know, he's in the scene, but they just CGI. They go over him. him or something. Yeah. like he didn't necessarily he didn't even needed that weird comb over look. Yeah, too. that like, too. Like yeah. he could have been. I don't think he had that in the flashbacks. So yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing. So I thought this film will go a whole different route because of the director. I thought he's going to be like a serial killer or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll yeah. find out because the way he looks and I I guess it's a lot of red herrings in this film to make you think that but it, it became just a typical this type of film yeah <laughs> like it is him doing the family friendly film with that genre but I feel like he was limited to do yeah, what yeah. he wants to do and it does get to like you know animeville horror type of yeah yeah where, towards the ending like yeah, I ending. enjoyed that part like I wish there's more of that towards the yeah. ending where you have this guy and this really bad or like you know a tragic backstory and stuff like that. Uh, you feel actually bad for the wife too. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. she's the, the one that's like in the coma, a state of coma. I was yeah. like, man, that that is either karma, karma. You mean the getting, stroke, the stroke? Yeah, yeah, wife? yeah. The oh. stroke. Yeah, like karma just got up with her. That was her and idea. That's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I don't know if that's another, you know, red herring to make you feel like, yeah, these are uh, throwing you off the scent of like, yeah, these are not bad people. But you can feel like there's something wrong. There's something yeah. off about this situation. Um, 
no one's yeah. telling the truth. Yeah. Um, but I give it like two and a half. Uh, David Harbour goes to, mm-hmm. I, and I, like I, I, I feel like in the beginning I like appreciated like the cinematography. And then it got to the whole realm of like you, like you said, like mid tier Netflixy cinematography where it's like everything's overly bright. Yes. Sometimes some of them and, looks like CGI when yeah. you could probably I felt shoot, weird shot this when, outside. I also felt weird when uh, the two teenagers, like you know, are in bed. Did nothing happen? They were in bed together. They just slept on the bed. But you find out weird Harbor, that his that his hand was closed. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is that does that mean that it's not sexual? Is that? What oh that, no! That, but David Harbour is like just watching them. Yeah, I find it weird like, that David Harbour's there. That's the only yeah. thing I find it weird. Like, yeah. yet we we know two things about this ghost. He can disappear and become anything he wants. He can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's why I was like, are, are we going to see like he's ra- really a bad guy? But then I guess I think I'll be more comfortable if, yeah, like you said, but if it was like a Casper style of ghost mm. <laughs> and then yeah. like, you don't know what happened to this Casper style ghost. And then, you know, he whispers to the boy, can I keep you? No, 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 no. That would be, <laughs> be weird too. Uh, but yeah, that is, I think we very spoiled a lot of it, but uh, that is. I, I um, gave the spoiler spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Right, That's I, I heard it. I heard it. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize the director also wrote majority of the paranormal activity movies. Did you guys know that? No, no. I didn't know that. Even viral. Do you remember that movie? <laughs> um, but yeah, he wrote that, and uh, yeah, I yeah, I think it's just hit and miss. And I feel like because this is also his most expensive movie, which mm, is seventy five oh. million, which I don't feel like that does not seventy five million. Is that when his face his face melted off? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what uh, either. David Harbour and Anthony Mackie are asking for like twenty million or something. Yeah, or yeah, that's insane. <laughs> so the combined budget of the two Happy Death Days and Freaky is only thirty million combined. Mm-hmm. All three. Those look much better. Like yeah. the cinematography, everything of those films looks so much better. Yeah. Um, probably, uh, probably Jennifer Coolidge is like, I'm a, I'm an award winner now. So, I, oh, uh, yeah, I'm a Marvel. They're both Marvel stars, so they asked for Marvel money. I'm assuming that's uh, why I said. <laughs> oh yeah, you just say that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that is we have ghosts. We we recommend it, but also be, I guess, uh, don't don't expect a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but looking forward for his next movie. I feel like he 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 knows this genre, but I feel we like have he ghosts needs- too. Huh? No. we have ghosts too. No, no, no. I feel like if he worked with like you, because like um, Happy Death Day and Pet Freaky, they're literally like uh, the main stars are well, except for Vince Vaughn, but like they were well unknowns almost. Like, yes, the, yeah, yeah. the stars of Freaky mm. Friday, a uh, Freaky Friday, uh, Happy Death Day, and Freaky uh, were like you know not. Can't as... wait for the crossover, Freaky's Death Day. Yeah, Catherine <laughs> Newton now is a Marvel actor, so she's probably gonna. <laughs> More now. <laughs> um, okay, so that is we have a ghost on Netflix. Um, so yeah, that's that's all we got to say, I guess. Because uh, before, yeah, before we leave, where, where can they find you, John and Audrey? Uh, you can find both of us on datenightplays.com. Uh, I think we I'm gonna uh, we we continue our playthrough of another Resident Evil game soon. That will be out on Friday of this recording we play code veronica so Ooh. watch me get frustrated on this game. yeah he already sounds frustrated now uh, only because it's, it's a game that you know it was made in 2001 or 11 i forgot what year but uh it's an older game it's one of those older resident evil games a lot of stuff is not explained i got i got frustrated with resident evil one remake so <laughs> uh 
we'll see how far I'll go with this one. Uh, also, uh, check out uh, it should be out soon. Uh, Kill them all, a special, a video, a uh, 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 special of us trying to vote for the Chainsaw Awards. So all those. To- uh, when things. when when are the Chainsaw Awards? There's no. There's still TBA, but the voting is ends on uh, the 27th. Can you just yes. be? Do you have to make a, a? You have to sign in to vote. Yeah, it's a, actually okay. a special guild. Audrey and I are oh. from, from a special horror. Are you guild. serious? So you yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's only a special guild that gets it. Um, but we're part of it. We we, oh, nice. we, we, pay, we pay our fees. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, fees for the good no, They have not. good insurance, though. <laughs> um, no, you you can, can anyone can vote for that. Just, okay, I guess, okay. supply your email. Or yeah, so, yeah I'm this. assuming, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a Google Doc. It's literally a Google Doc. It really is a Google Doc that we're all on. <laughs> Wait, so anyone could just touch this Google Doc? Uh, no, it's a Google Form. Sorry. Oh, Google, Google Form. Form. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abaya. You can find all of us on thefreakingawesome.com, which goes to our patron. You could be a patron for no less than a dollar of $3. If you have a second tier, if you want bonus episodes like Kill Them All and listen and watch Audrey uh, give their opinions what should be the best of horror this year or last year, not this year. Um, you could also, you can do that. You could also support, listen, subscribe, rate, and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. This allows us to get more visibility on the platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now. Also on TikTok at The Freaking Awesome. Uh, email us at the contacts at TheFreakingAwesome.com. Once again, thank you to CSA Chow. Thank you for John for editing and creating the cool videos on social media. Thank you to the listeners for listening. Um, hopefully you enjoy the episode. Uh, before I leave, I'll say light the beam. (laughs) 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 Uh, Also, I think us three and over four with Christina are going to watch the Kings and Clippers game this coming Friday. So uh, we should record a podcast. Yeah, we should actually. Uh, I'm leaving to like Disneyland. So we should record it like that Saturday. No, that Friday night. Or that Friday night. Yeah. (laughs) We could do that. No, 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 no. That's no we, wear, we, wear, we wear the love necklaces and we just go walk around and just talk. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The hey, uh, how's it? Hey, uh, Deer and Fox, how's it? Yeah. Yeah. Talking, hey, to, um, my, talking hey, to my fuzzy Murray. necklace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Monk. Monk, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. Madri Abaya. And this has been The Freaking Awesome.